Nelson Alcoholic Addict. That's not my real name. It's the pen name that I use here at LOL Sober. It is October, and uh, October is a rough month for me. Not all bad, not all good, a little bit of both. It's just a rough month. And I'll just I'll give you a list of things I associate with October. You can probably see what I'm talking about. One is I have two important birthdays, my wife's and my oldest daughter's. And those are that's great, right? Except, you know, it's on me to kind of figure out um, getting a good gift and cakes and setting up a little party at night for, for both of the birthdays. And so there's some anxiety and stress and excitement all mixed together for those two days. I'll tell you also, I've shared about this before. In October of 1999, I got really sick when I was in college. I ended up in a coma, barely barely survived it. When I woke up, I had to start having amputations on my feet. And that I've, I've never been the same since then. I have pain um, that has affected me every single day of my life since then. And so it's around that time every year I get a little... Um, sentimental and sad and glad that I lived, but sad that I lost part of me. And so does a lot of people. So do a lot of people in my family. I get a lot of phone calls around that time every year just saying, man, I still think about this. I'm so glad you lived, but it was hard. And so there's, you know, those are, those are tough to kind of process and work through. I'll also say it's the busiest time of work for me every year, October. And, um, that's brings up all sorts of anxiety and stress and and constant um, worry and all that other stuff that comes with busy times at work. Uh, I also find that, you know, all three of my kids are in school now, and October seems to be the month when the shit starts to hit the fan. Uh, My kids do really well in school, but, you know, September's nice. You get your books, you meet everybody, and everybody's nice to each other, and then you start really getting into schoolwork. And by now, by October, the tests and the homework are starting to pile up. So, so are the extracurricular activities. So you throw all that in a blender and my kids seem edgier and busy around now. And that affects me for sure. I'll also say this sounds a little goofy, but I, I love the holiday of Halloween. And, and I love trick-or-treating with my kids. And I love seeing Halloween decorations. But I really don't like horror movies or scary stuff. I, I've watched a lot of them, but... I have never gotten into the sensation of jump scares or being haunted by a doll that might murder me in the middle of the night. Like those are kinds of thrills. <laughs> they just don't do anything for me. And I actively avoid watching them. I, I got extremely aggravated the other night because I was watching a baseball game. It was like 8.15, you know, it was 8.15 and a uh, trailer for the movie Halloween Kills came on. And my seven-year-old happened to wander into the room at the same time. And she was terrified for an hour. Uh, and it was bedtime. And she had a hard time getting to bed. And so I really think at that moment, I could have killed Michael Myers with my bare hands by myself. That's how fired up I was. But I just, I don't really want to be scared. And this is the scariest month of the year, probably. Last but not least, I mean, this is the elephant in the room. Um, the, the, the item that impacts all of these other October moments for me is that I got sober in November of 2008, which means that October of 2008 was the worst month of my life. Uh, a lot of overdoses. I was puking almost every single day. I was going to bed every night saying, I need to get help. I need to get help. I need to get help. Wah, wah, wah. And then waking up in the morning and thinking, I need to get drugs and alcohol. I need to get drugs and alcohol. And I just didn't do anything about it, even though 
I knew I was going to die. I knew I needed help. I knew it was hopeless without help. I, I ended up breaking my, my family's hearts, you know, over and over and over again that month. Specifically, I remember that Halloween. It was the first one where my two kids, they were very young, but they were old enough to get costumes on and go out trick-or-treating for the first time. Four of us, my wife, me, and the two kids. There was a lot of excitement going into that night. And um, I had the brilliant idea that at dinner time I would uh, drink some beer, uh, have a bunch more painkillers, and then also I'll, tr I'll let me mix in some muscle relaxers for the first time. I ended up, I passed out. I woke up at midnight. Everybody was in bed. Halloween costumes were laying on the floor. I missed the whole thing. And the real disappointing thing, the real... The thing that shook me the most was the next morning I woke up thinking, boy, my wife and kids, they're going to be so upset with me. They weren't. They didn't really care. They had no expectations for me that I would be able to show up for them. And um, when I didn't, it just didn't, it, it didn't bother them. I wanted it to bother them. It didn't, you know. I'm telling you all of this because I do think recovery matters more than ever for me right now, every year right now. And I've met, uh, I'm telling you this also because I've met so many people, sober people over the years who have that one month or that one time of year that puts them on edge. And oftentimes it's, we talk about December a lot because it's the holidays, but I have sober friends who they scuffle for a specific time period every year for a variety of re other reasons too. Like, you know, parents passed away and it's been hard to move on or they got divorced or they got arrested or whatever at a specific time every year and it's a hard anniversary and I totally get that. What ends up happening for me is there's this constant strong emotion lurking in the background at all times and that throws that throws me off for large chunks of time. It's like background music kind of, you know, like like um like when I think about how much pain I am in every day because of my illness. Um sometimes it's deep gratitude because I want to, um, I always like to remember how bad it was at the bottom in October of 2008 before I went to rehab. But getting overly elated about things is is not great either for me. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to be like, oh my God, it's so great that I'm sober now and go into a work meeting and just start crying and say, telling everybody I love them. And, um, you know, every day is a gift, man. That's why they call it the present. You know, I don't want to be yelling that on Zoom work calls because I'm like, overly grateful in a public setting because I got sober. But the solution for me is always it's more recovery, specifically reaching out to others, seeing how they're doing. That always evens me out, and that is the goal. I, I don't really want to be ecstatic 24 hours a day because I don't think that's actually possible. That's what I was trying to do when I got high all the time. I want to be even keeled and measured. I want to be like a steady presence that you can rely upon. Um... Making phone calls helps. That, that's maybe the biggest thing. I always encourage people who are in a rut, whether they're new to recovery or have 20 years sober and are struggling, call 14 different people for 14 straight days and talk to a person for at least 15 minutes. No voicemails. Um, that has never not worked for me. I always end up strengthening an existing bond or creating a, a new one with a new sober friend. It's 100% of the time, the biggest thing is 100% of the time gets me out of my own head and my own stuff to just call someone and say, how are you? Tell me everything. You know, it's a beautiful thing. 
And I will tell you, you know, the good news about firing up my phone like that in October is that I, I, I either rekindle an old bond or I strengthen a new one and I have a bunch of strong connections to help me. But also, hey, if Michael Myers does show up at the house, I got a bunch of people I just talked to. I was like, get the hell over here, man. I got a guy in a, in a mask trying to murder my family. Help. So thank you for letting me share.